Hello, my name is Becca Stackhouse-Morrison, and I am ready for you to tune in each episode to hear ways to become you. Looking at ways you can be your authentic and intentional self, you'll finish each episode motivated to live life more authentically. I learned how to be truly me through relationships, chronic disease, finances, and taking each journey along the way. Talk about the real aspects of life? Of course. Relationships, finance, nutrition, hardships, exercise are all topics that we will discuss. Pull up a seat, drive safely down the road, or get into that workout groove to be challenged, motivated, and encouraged to be you. This is the Stacked Intent Podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. We are going to chat about why you choose to be single. So our objectives today are going to be, we're going to chat about some of the reasons that singleness happens and the benefits of being single. We're going to chat about being single is one of the prime times of really understanding you through your needs and wants and for what makes you the best version of yourself. And we're going to get ready to be a partner to the next person in your life. Often, single individuals are seen as unsuccessful and those committed relationships are seen as successful. But today, we're going to dive into why this is an untrue statement and how being single can really help you thrive in life. So, let's dive into topic one, singleness facts. So, did you know that about one-third of adults are single? Some of these individuals, singleness, it's by choice. Others, it happens involuntarily. Our social norm and stereotype contributes to something must be wrong with them. If you are single, rather than supporting a person, loving this person, to live their fullest life in this stage of their life. Our statistics separated out by age group. So a study that I looked at showed that about nearly half of a young adults, so that's 18 to 29, identify themselves as being single. And then about 20% of the 30 to 49 also are single. These numbers are supported that singlehood is pretty common around us. Research also shows that when individuals choose to be single, they have a higher level of positive in their mental health and a lower level of mental health issues compared to their counterparts who are not single by their choosing. There are a load of reasons that people can stay or be single, but when it is a choice they make to learn about themselves and it shows in their overall better place in their mental life. So there is no reason for, there's a lot more time for that time and energy to happen when you're single. Because you do have more of your own time and more of your own energy. It's also individuals 
who are successful, they are because they might thrive in singleness versus some who do thrive within a relationship. But there is a good place for this singleness to happen. There is a freedom that comes along with singlehood because you can live and strive for what's important to you. You can also strive for improvements without having this interdependence of having a partner that comes when you're building a healthy partner relationship. So, some of those benefits when you are in a singleness hood is that you have control of your own time. Um, you've got control of the way that you want to spend it. It gives you flexibility to use and pursue your time as you wish with interest. Now, this is if you are single without kids. Now, if you've got kids, some of that time gets changed and shifted. But it still applies to being single. Because you also have time to focus on your personal growth, your career goals that are enhanced and streamlined. Because you don't necessarily have to consider someone else within your decisions to pick up and move. To pick up and decide that you want to go live somewhere else. So you are only in charge of you. This can let you binge a new TV series because you want to. Order takeout because you just don't feel like eating what's at your house. You might be able to work until midnight or have a hobby that takes you all night. Or really, your immediate day-to-day, you don't necessarily have to consider how to fix somebody else when you are in a singlehood. There isn't getting hurt through a breakup. Because there are still plenty of ways to get hurt as a single person, but a breakup isn't necessarily one of them. Resources can be used how you choose when you're single, from your time to your energy to your finances. You are free to spend them as you see fit, and that's spending your time, spending your energy, or spending your finances. You also have control of what your social calendar and time look like. You can decide if you want to go to that family annual picnic or hang out with that group of friends. When it comes to mealtime, you have the freedom to eat in the patterns that you want of eating balance, but also eating with an indulgement. You are given the opportunity to really build some deeper friendships. Because you are single and you can meet with whomever, whenever, and wherever you want without having to consider a partner or family. This gives you the ability to focus on your patterns to those close to you and with whom you are comfortable with. Because these friendships become an integral part of a single life compared to those in a relationship. Because this system can help through tough times of somebody in their singlehood. You might also have more flexibility to travel with new experiences. Though there are some disadvantages to being single. Which might be something like a lonely time. But this is where those deep friendships can play an integral role 
and fill in that. And not just filling it with some fling or relationship just because you're lonely. Living independently can come with challenges. But it can also be so rewarding. Because this provides you with the opportunity to really figure out how you like things on your own and how learning to live with the responsibility of all the needs within a household, which allows you to figure out how you really want something figured out or worked out. And then when you get in a partnership, you can learn to communicate that. The beauty of learning to be single and happy independently As you become more confident and mature in who you are as an individual. So it comes with really letting you learn who you are. According to some of the research, it shows that single people live much more integral lives within their communities and people in their lives to have that extensive system. Which personally, I think, That all of us need this. I really believe that we need to, as singleness in relationships, as parents, live a little more integral within the lives of those people in our lives. So that we can thrive throughout a partnership and throughout our lives. And throughout singleness, throughout all those different stages, but thrive in it. Teaching us to live in our singlehoods, teaching us to live in our partnerships, and teaching us to live within our families. I think it's important that we thrive here and don't just like hermit down into our little bubbles, but thrive within our community and our people and our lives. While there are many elements to being single, the social connections one has built in their communities can help to combat some of the sadness, loneliness, self-esteem, and problems that one might have with sleeping or eating in their singlehood. But just building with the intentionality for your singleness will help you in those moments of feeling very down. One way that you can really combat some of it is have plans to look forward to or find a hobby that you just love to go do and go do it. So it's important for those social connections to exist as a single person, but I fully believe those social connections are important for us throughout our entire lives. Topic two looks at getting to really know you. So one of the beauties in the stage of being single and the freedom is really getting to learn you. It's getting to learn your likes, your dislikes. It's getting to know what makes you tick. It's getting to know what's really important to you. So research shows that when you are single, you have the opportunity to get to know yourself through reflection which is that time for some provided growth. This is due to the time that you have to spend with yourself. So 
whether you have commitments of being a single parent or whether you have commitments of being just you or within your family, you still have a little bit more time of getting to really know you so that you can know who yourself is and spending that personal time with yourself. Getting to know yourself helps you to really learn to love yourself first, to overcome a fear of being single, because you have to learn to love your own company. This is because you learn how great of a person that you are, and you do not need a partner for your life to be worthwhile. There is a prize in spending time by yourself and learning how to really love you. It is important to pause between relationships and not just jump one relationship to the next without leaving room for reflection and growth. And this thing can vary But this definitely takes time for that reflection and that growth. While you are single, you are given the opportunity to analyze your behaviors and interests to develop a better understanding of you and make some shifts and changes. See what you liked about yourself in the last relationship. See what you didn't like. See what you'd like to change. But you have to have time for reflection and growth. While being single, you have had a chance to develop some of your own hobbies that you want to immerse yourself in and learn because you have the freedom to decide what you are going to do with the free time that you do have. In the stage of being single, you are able to reflect on those past relationships and come to a point that you look with objective lenses of what you went through wrong, and how you can avoid making some of those same mistakes from you. Because in a relationship, it takes two. And we are always going to have some mistakes that come from our end as well as the others. But we have to take responsibility for what we did in a relationship to not necessarily repeat an unhealthy pattern that we saw. I know that for me personally, I had a high school relationship, I had a college relationship, and then there was about eight years that I chose to be single. And a lot of that had to do with the second person I was dating just didn't see the importance of making some decisions together if we were in the trajectory of marriage. And so I decided to end the relationship. And with that, I chose to be able to move and go and do my career the way that I wanted to launch it. Um, And then between that, relationships just didn't happen for me. And I really just decided to dig into loving to be within my own company. Loving to get to travel. Loving to see. But I really, really used a lot of that time to really dig in and see what I didn't like about myself during those relationships and how I could change them and prepare them for my next relationship, which was almost nine years between. 
which is okay. I learned how to love being with myself. In the stage of singleness, you gain a deeper understanding of your own emotional needs and social needs because you don't and you haven't had a partner right there to kind of have to balance what they might need. You have the prime opportunity to get to know your own health with the chance to focus on your time for exercise. Because you exercise um, routines, don't have to accommodate what's another person's timing. You have the balance for your food intake better because often times date foods might be fun foods and have a little more heavy calories. So if you're indulging in heavy calories more often, then you have trouble balancing. Being single helps you to see what you need in your life now and later. It is the opportunity to find it in a, as a place to have familiar situations, context to foster um, self-examination, and terms for you to change. This is the opportunity to find the best version of yourself. Whether you end up in this stage of singleness voluntarily or involuntarily, you can still take the opportunity to find the best version of you. The research shows that someone who is single has a higher sense of self-determination. It is likely to continue some personal development and growth than a married individual. This can be a habit that you create in your singlehood and singleness that will follow you into marriage. So take the opportunity of singlehood to really understand who you are and understand where you can head. Now a third topic is preparing to be a partner. So not just preparing for a partner, but it's preparing to be a partner. So have you ever heard the be the partner that you want to marry or you want to partner with? So I've heard that, of be the partner. So go ahead and learn the traits and the character traits that you want to be as a partner. Now, are you on a rebound? Science suggests that you do not need a rebound relationship to reflect on yourself. Representation compuls- compulsion is a psychological phenomenon that causes someone to jump into new relationships with possibly the wrong person so that you ease the pain of singlehood. The term representation compulsion was coined in 1914 by Sigmund Freud and has been researched and integrated that have come through some of our modern day research. There was research that was done through some undergraduate students who had broken up recently and the ones that had chosen to stay single versus the ones that jumped into new relationships saw more personal growth. 
This is because it allows you the time to heal and learn from your past as that opportunity to grow. Remember that building and investing in a relationship, it is a major investment. They can be very time consuming, leaving you with very little room of what you have to offer others. So it's just important. Relationships can be fun. Relationships can be very important. But you have to remember that if you're going to build a healthy one, it is a major time investment. Even ones that end up being unhealthy can end up being major time investments. Within relationships, you do have to be ready for compromise, adjusting, and adjusting to what a partner needs. When you're in a relationship and it comes to an end, you might have one that comes to a painful breakup. That's just the reality of our dating world or our partnering up world. Oftentimes, people stay in unhappy relationships because they are scared to be alone. (coughs) Excuse me. While singleness does not imply that you are going to be lonely. While you are getting to know a partner, your families or friendships are going to end up taking a back seat. Because you might miss a family vacation or a holiday in trying to build this bond with a new partner. Because remember, partnerships take time and investing. Building a partnership can be great, but it is going to come with some stressful moments, such as lending your life with someone because there might be conflict or compromise happening over small aspects. And these may be things you realize, but these also might be things you don't even realize that you're compromising on. So if you are in a partnership, I challenge you to really look at what conflicts arise and what are some small compromises that are happening. Are these compromises that are really at your core values? Or are they compromises that finding a common ground is okay? If one partnership ends, there is no need for you to rush into another one. Enjoy the moments of a freedom and flexibility that are offered in singlehood. Because remember, it's a major time investment. Remember that it can be time consuming. And you're having to learn another person. So give yourself some time and space and don't jump and rush. So today, my challenge to you would be, if you are at a point in life that you are single, learn to thrive in your personal growth and development a sense of yourself. To be able to find your intuition of self. Thank you for joining me today in our episode on why choose to be single. It can be fun, it can be awesome, and you can really learn to grow and love yourself. That brings us to the end of this episode of Stacked Intent. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. New episodes are going to be dropped on Thursdays. Until then, 
This is Becca, and don't forget, enrich your life by being intentional. This podcast was created, produced, and recorded and edited by Stacked Intent.